Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. The Kanja United Way is getting back after it with their campaign that is coming up here shortly. And our guest on philanthropy today is Tara Clausen, who's the executive director of Kanja United Way. Welcome back. Hi, thanks for having me. So you've got a lot of things in the works coming up in the next few months. We do. We're really getting excited. Fall is always our most favorite time, or one of our, I guess, part of our favorite time. Um, It's an opportunity to connect with the individuals in the workforce and bring attention to our community needs and and hopefully engage them and and empower them to to connect and, and make a donation. So we're excited for uh, the next couple months. It fills a lot of needs. It does. It does. You know, our our focus uh, as an organization in support of the community is to really look at what our needs look like right now and in the coming year and connect with those programs and, and maybe identify some new programs in the community that will address those needs and, and raise awareness through the campaign so that our community feels informed about what's happening, but also raise some money so we can we can put some resources behind um, bringing attention and, and making a difference there. Well this is a big collective effort because you got a lot of businesses that kind of kick started with the Paysetter campaign. We do. Paysetter campaigns are running right now. Um, our campaign actually starts July 1st um, but we have Paysetters um, local businesses that are willing to run their campaign before we go live with our kickoff. Um, they usually run those in late July and August and we have some businesses who are getting ready to set the pace for the rest of the businesses in the community to to kind of raise the bar just a little bit and and set some new goals. And you also have a bunch of people who go out and advocate for the Kanza United Way to those businesses. We do. You know, um, having uh, campaign coordinators and... Um, Teams and and kind of committees, uh, how what 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 you call them is uh, I guess immaterial, but uh, groups of of individuals who come together to to think of creative ways to engage and do some team building and um, bring attention to some of those needs in the community. Well, I know that you always have like an honorary chair of your campaign because I've been that a couple of times, and it's uh, something that's very close to and dear to my heart. But this year, you have some new folks that are going to be uh, serving in that capacity. We do. We will actually announce that in September, but got a little sneak peek here in preview. Um, we are so thrilled to have um, such generous community leaders um, in Kate and Sean Drew. Um, and they, Sean is actually on our board of directors and, and knows how hard we work every day to, to really support our partners and, and work collaboratively with those partners and, and reach out to the community as a whole. And, and he accepted my request and the board's request to really lead the charge this year. And, and they're so invested already in the process and we can't wait to bring them out and have them share their message and, and connect with businesses throughout the community and, and individuals. It doesn't have to be a business, but, um, really to share the message and, and help us reach our goals so we can make a difference. You always have a kickoff event. We do. We do. I'm really excited about location this year. Um, our last formal 
campaign kickoff was right was was before COVID. So I know, I know, so um, and kind of bringing it full circle that year, um, Gene and Kathy Taylor were our campaign champions. And so um, reached out to Gene and asked if we could um, celebrate the kickoff of our campaign this year uh, at the Shamrock Zone at K-State. And so really excited. It's a beautiful venue. it, it'll just be fun to to highlight a great space in the community and and bring attention and and have pe- more people learn more, ask some questions and become engaged and and hopefully be advocates within their own network to help us reach even more people. And when is it? September thirteenth. Okay, what time? Eight to nine a.m. So we'll have a light breakfast and some programming, and we have an activity planned. Uh, focuses under our umbrella of um, our education uh, initiatives, and uh, sh- share a little bit more about our Dolly Parton Imagination Library, a program, and and really excited with that. We'll come back to that in a little bit. Anybody can come to the event. Uh, yeah, anybody who wants to learn more. Um, anybody who's a donor in the recent years um if we've missed engaging you in the last couple years you'd like to come and and learn more and and have us reconnect with you we that would be fantastic but anybody who wants to learn more about united way is is invited what happens after the kickoff we go public with our campaign so more and more of our businesses throughout the community then will um, define their time frames and and run their campaigns and um, when we talk about running our campaigns really what that is is an opportunity and a time frame in a in a an employee base in a workforce let's pick a business um, k-state or the trust company who are pay setters for us um, they define a period of time that they will focus the message around united way and and the partners and and the and the difference we make on the community and they do some team building activities and they do some some fun event type fundraisers throughout that and and encourage their employees to learn more and hopefully fill uh, the impact of being able to donate through their payroll deduct program um Sometimes it's easier to give a little at a time. Um, so be able to do that. And then uh, we were able to recognize, again, kind of the a small sample of, of the big picture for United Way. We're able to recognize all of the employee giving and, and the corporate gift that sometimes is a match to employees. Sometimes it's just a gift in itself from that business. But we're able to recognize their impact coming together and sharing um, with United Way uh, to make a difference. And then we kind of put that business with another business with another business with the individual gifts that come in um, to support our our campaign and our efforts. And lo and behold, we come up with a bigger number to to make a big difference. Do you have a goal set for the campaign's efforts? We'll, we'll stick probably right around. We've been trying to raise about $475,000, $500,000 a year. Um, I think to be realistic as we come out of COVID and, and recognizing where we are as an economy, um, we'll, we'll probably stay true to that goal. Um, it's, it's not so much the goal that we want to focus on, it's the dollars that allow us to make a difference and the more we raise the more the bigger the difference we can make so that's probably what we'll focus on um very selfishly i'll tell you um we live in a generous community and um when you think about united way representing the county as a whole i i'd like to get see us look to the future and and have um million dollar campaign a year um think of the difference we could make then so um 
but that gives us something to strive for in the future. But I think we want to be realistic and we want to make sure that we're raising enough to to, to make a difference for the agencies that we partner with. And um, in the allocation, the community investment day, the allocation process that we do each spring, we were only able to fund about half of the requests we receive. So we have we, we have some opportunity for growth and we need to connect with more people to give through United Way so we can meet the needs of, of what we're immediately being asked to support. Earlier, Tara, you had made mention of the Dolly Parton uh, books and library, and, yeah. and that is such a neat, neat deal. Can you can you give us a little background on that? Yeah, the Dolly Parton Imagination Library is actually a program that was started by Dolly Parton in honor of her father, who was a non-reader. Um, so her goal is to help every child um, throughout the world, I believe her program is actually worldwide, um, build their own personal library. So any child who lives in one of the six counties that United Way, Arkansas United Way supports, can enroll in the program. Um, if you have a family of six children and they're all under five, oh my, but they can all be enrolled in the program. So it, it, it's very inclusive to everybody as long as they're within the age range zero to five. They receive a book a month addressed to them specifically um, until they turn five. They're age-appropriate, they are vetted books, um, and they change from year to year. So if you have a third grade, if you have a three-year-old and you have a one-year-old, there might be some overlap in the books in the library that that child builds, but they won't be exactly the same because they evolve every year. So it's a super program. We know statistics, research shows that um, the earlier children can read and um, learn that written word, the easier it is to um, work through the educational system. Um, we want them to be readers by third grade, or um, statistics show then, then school becomes even more difficult. So the more we can help children learn, the more we can help put books in the hands of our parents and guide them on how to read, how to make that story become a movie in a child's mind so it becomes compelling, um, is a true win for all of us. Well, it's an exciting time for the United Way and all your volunteers. It is. It is. You know, we're, we're very grateful for the I'm grateful for our board of directors. I'm grateful for all of the volunteers who make all of our programming and the things that we do happen because it really is. Um, we we talk about this a lot within our board of directors, but United Way really is you. I know that seems silly and a play on words, but um, United Way is a reflection of the community giving. We don't we don't keep the money ourselves. Um, we obviously pay our operational expenses, um, which I'm pretty proud of. We're, we're really efficient with the dollars that we receive so that all of the dollars and most of the dollars that we're receiving um, can come back out into the community and make a positive distance right away. Well, you help out so many different people through a lot of organizations. We do. You know, we really, our, our partner agencies focus again on um, education, financial stability, health, basic those basic needs that are in the community. When somebody is um, financially stable, can feed their family, and um, healthy, then their mental health is better. Um, it's easier to be a contributing member of our community when you have a strong foundation underneath you. And so our partners work collaboratively with each other. They look 
work collaboratively with us and really focus on how do we break negative cycles? How do we educate? How do we train? How do we provide the immediate resources that are needed so that somebody can get over the hump and, and get to the next stage in their life? And, and, and we all want to be successful in our own right. So, um, it's, it's a total feel good job. It's a, it's community focused, community centered, and, and I don't know how it gets better than that. And no donation to the United Way is too small or too big. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I would agree with that on both sides. You know, it's the collective power of coming together. So my dollar, every pay period, and my $12 joins somebody else's $12, joins somebody else's $12. Or um, we're so grateful for our pillar donors who annually give a 1000 or more a year. All of that adds up over the course of a year and allows us to make a positive difference. So um, it's not that hard to get to that million dollars. So Let's go back to the uh, kickoff event coming yeah. up on September 13th. 13th. 8 a.m. at the Shamrock Zone yeah. up at the, the K-State Football Complex. Yeah. Do people need to make reservations? They do, please. We will have a light breakfast there. So we are asking for RSVPs. You're welcome to call our office, uh, 785-776-3779. Or you can uh, RSVP to uh, myself on my email, and that is director at org. Uh, simple RSVP with your name so I can make you a name tag and, and if you're bringing a guest let me know um, and we we welcome and we'll have that information on our show notes good luck with the campaign I'm excited to be uh, be a part of it as I feel like I have been for a few years you have and you know you're, you're kind of the voice of our community and the voice of our nonprofit world and we're grateful for all that you do but um, really excited to um, kind of share our message and reconnect with some people that maybe we haven't because of COVID um, we were very intentional not to have in-person events um, through the COVID um, pandemic and so so thrilled to bring back an in-person kickoff event and and we hope we hope everybody will join us thank you for all the work you did during covid i mean between you and all kinds of volunteers that were making masks and and distributing gift cards, all kinds of things. You yeah. had a big hand in that. Thank you for doing that. Thank you. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AstraCast. Follow us online at astracast.com.